Okay, hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Better. We are at a safe distance. I am Dr. John Duffy, one of your hosts, and with me is corona-free Julie Duffy. Hi. Hey. You always do this thing like you kind of shimmy with your shoulders when you start the podcast. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's a little bit of a dance. And yeah. I just realized you're kind of like... Uh, I'm little... actually inviting people to do some dancing with me. That's the point. <laughs> I think I like to think that we start it like Ellen starts her show. It's a total shoulder thing. It's like, hey, everybody. I mean, you can't see this is not an indication that anybody is remotely slap happy from being quarantined in any way. Um, so we just had something cool happen. We have been loitering basically in our office because nobody's here and we can. And um, So we came over here um, to figure out a couple things. <laughs> I was just pointing out to Julie... That she 100% interrupted my sentence in the middle of it. I was just embellishing. <laughs> well, you're not embellishing on something that hasn't but been you said yet. <laughs> well, I haven't Sorry. mentioned that Julie's been drinking most <laughs> of the afternoon. He did a thing. <laughs> he did it. You just interrupted me, dance. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to leave all this laughter in un- unedited. Unedited. This is. That's, I'm literally crying. Yeah, Julie is crying. I um, have been crying. Uh, <laughs> I, we're going to play a drinking game. <laughs> Every time Julie interrupts a sentence of mine, as everybody listening has to do a shot, see you at the <laughs> ER. <laughs> oh, my God. What just happened? Okay. So we're up here. We're cleaning stuff. And um, while up here... Julie's working so hard not to interrupt me right now. While up here, our friend Chad calls me and then calls Julie right away, and he sends us a picture of our house. So in the name of keeping a safe distance, our friend Chad is taking his son, Everett, out for driving lessons, and they end up here right by us. And so they They came over to the office, and we hung out and talked with them for a little while yeah. at a very safe distance. Yeah, it was nice. They just pulled up. We were, we went downstairs and just we were just chatting with them. I'm freezing, but it was so fun to see them. It's cool to... <laughs> this would be a great time for you to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm completely shut down now because I realize you just want to stonewall and tell no, go ahead. all the things. And no, say, you can say more about the things. All the before things. things, all the after things, and all the during things. I said one thing. There's only been one story. Okay. You glossed over the fact that... So John's going to do a Facebook Live. No, wait. Not Facebook Live. Instagram Live. Instagram Live. There was a couple dry runs we did today. Maybe y'all saw <laughs> when oh, John yeah. went Insta-Live for a second just to test it. If you can find it, you might see my shoulders dancing there as well. No, there was none of that. But um, that sniffle is just from being outside. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, so you're going to That's not why I'm wearing this talk mask. Talk about what, yeah, what people are struggling with and offer some tips. And if you have any questions... Write John on his Facebook, Dr. John Duffy Facebook, or Dr. John Duffy Instagram. Um, any questions you have about dealing in these times? 
Yeah, I mean, family yeah, the wellness. Point is, um, uh, family wellness, and maintaining our emotional wellness, and 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 it's predicated. I want to do this because I I've been working on this piece where I'm talking about the other curve. So we're talking about flattening the curve. That's why we're all quarantined, right? Because we want to spread out this infection and make sure that our health resources aren't overtaxed, right? That's the yeah. idea. But there is a second curve that we're not yet talking about that we need to, and that's maintaining our emotional wellness. Because if you can picture that the primary curve has a peak and a valley, so it, so it, go, it rises and then it drops, my worry about our emotional well-being is that we are going to become more and more anxious and kind of unwell, and that's going to sustain itself, and that's going to, the, the, the drop in that is going to be far less sloped than the initial drop. And I, I want to make sure that we do our best to maintain our own emotional wellness through all of this odd time. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we're all struggling with that. I know I am. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm having an interesting time because I will admit that like it's, so I've been working and I've been um, talking with clients and- um, So John, has been, you've been seeing- Drink. <laughs> I'm pointing my yeah, elbow at everybody listening. Things. Go ahead. So you, John has been continuing to see clients. You have thought long and hard. You've offered to people phone sessions and or Skype, or if they are completely symptom-free and healthy, they can come into your office. And what that looks like and is... And that's about half and half. Just so people oh, okay, know, right. like I've been very judicious about this. Yeah, and what that looks like is you are never closer than six feet from these people. You have a big office and you stand outside, they walk in, sit down, and you go to your chair. So there's social distancing happening during therapy. And I'm well practiced at this because I, I'm, I'm a bit of a germaphobe at, 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 you know, stasis, you know, like um, normal state. So the idea of practicing taking an extra step back, even when somebody is like walking into my office, is not that big a stretch for me. And having hand sanitizer at the ready is my norm. Yeah, yeah, you've always done that. So, so much so that our sister-in-law, Nancy, um, a full year ago, gave me a box of different well, types Christmas. of... Well, at Christmas. It was at Christmas more than a year ago. Oh. Yeah. But she gave me... That's how... That's how um, forth how I saw this coming, Julie, from so far back. Um, but she gave me a box of different types of hand sanitizer. Thank you, Nancy. I am using it yeah. <laughs> with a plum. No, but you. So you no, know, all that is to say that your work life looks similar, and in in so for you that uh, you have a routine. And um, and the social distancing part, (laughs) you don't mind. So John somehow, yeah, this is um, working out for him in certain ways that I hate. Turns out the pandemic is right in my zone. (laughs) (laughs) What, I can work as much as I want and I have to socially distance? (laughs) Is this a surprise? 
Yeah. I oh mean, my God. Months and years delirious. after this is we're all delirious. over, I'm definitely going to maintain this lifestyle. This is absolutely working out. Yes, um, and not for me. No, you're like, um, you're struggling. Talk about your struggle, honey. I keep thinking George is coming home. <laughs> and he might be, and maybe Lauren too. Um, but I realize I keep shopping and buying things that George would eat, like snacks and things for charcuterie and wine <laughs> and, and other things too. I'm, I'm being honest. But I do realize, truthfully, I keep – when I run to the store, I'm stocking up as if my kiddo was coming home. We eat very predictably and – Not a whole lot. I mean when I buy – Vegetables and fruits, and basically that's what I ate during the week. Fruits, vegetables, yogurt. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Greens. I make smoothies, blah, blah, blah. But there's <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's Cheez-Its <laughs> in our house. Total panic. Total panic, panic buy. So imagine the shelves that are empty at stores. Julie wasn't interested in those. Julie yeah. wasn't like, we have no toilet paper. We actually we have do. some. But um, yeah, charcuterie, I think you probably were alone in whatever aisle that kind of thing is. So last Sunday when we heard, I think we heard something was going to go down. We ran to the store late because we didn't really didn't have that much stuff. And um, I grabbed in that trip, I know I grabbed some smoked Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> we rush to the we rushed. I don't eat cheese. I have like stopped eating dairy. I sometimes eat it on the weekends, but anyway. So and then this last when I heard Pritzker was speaking at three o'clock on Friday yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, yesterday. I ran to Trader Joe's and boy was I not the only one. And I got um Another, you know, cocktail cheese and some salami, I realized, again. Picturing a party. Yeah. I'm, I realized, oh, I'm shopping like George and Lauren are coming over. You got streamers. And uh, it's just kind of funny. So we have to figure out whether that's going to happen or not. So I can um, start living in reality. <laughs> <laughs> right. And my, my hunch is they're not, but... Either way is great. You don't know. We don't know. We do not know. So we're kind of wondering how people are doing with establishing a new normal. I know that some families are already simply stir crazy. People are stir crazy. And I feel good. So I went for a run yesterday and I noticed some people are riding bikes with their families and taking, just walking around, even though nothing's open. So it's just like getting out. And out looks good. It, it does look good on families right now. Yeah, well, there's a few things open. Well, so Anderson's bookstore is closing in the Grange, I think, today. And so I went in and got a couple puzzles. I've been wanting a puzzle. Oh, I haven't done one in, in years, but one of those thousand-piece puzzles. Um, actually, I got two. <laughs> the, and this sounds just horrible to me. I, But I, this is the kind of thing, a puzzle where it sounds horrible, but once I start it, I would probably like it. Oh, there you go. You, I'm not you saying said, I want to start it. You just said that out loud. Yes. <laughs> and the, the games are the same way. I usually, I don't like the idea of games, but once I'm engaged, I, I won't disengage. That is true. I know. I told, I, I told John this morning 
that whole thing where you don't play games. I don't like to start that, games. That is over. You're, you're, that, that, that don't go here anymore. Games are fun. Games are uniting. Games are joyful. And I, you have to stop saying you don't play games. Everybody knows that you don't play games. And that's a dumb thing to... That's a dumb thing to have about yourself. <laughs> You're just airing that because you know there's like a thousand people who now can call me out on it. Uh, no, I, I'm just saying, oh, people are like, oh, yeah, John doesn't like to play games. Like, who wants that uh, That rep? Who wants that rep? Games are fun. Oh, God, no, they're not. Well, they didn't have Scrabble or I would have purchased it. John's competitive. Yeah, the thing is, I don't like stuff I can't win. That's no, and I'm I'm really not competitive. That's so weird to me. Why not? But, but, but I kind of am. Yeah, because you did. But say I don't. You were the brilliant one when we won something oh, together. Yeah. Trivial pursuit. Uh, we no, were a team. Also, we were a I, team. We won together. I just had a flash of. Um, I just had a memory of when George was. I don't know. Must have been first or second grade birthday and we did that laser tag <laughs> and i remember getting so competitive in there i think you got sweaty i think i won <laughs> but i realized i'm like oh this is silly and i oh you know all these boys are gonna have so much fun and i i was trying to shoot second graders oh yeah and i think i got the highest score i think you probably did. i was good at it yeah. i probably didn't expect it from me to mom I know I wasn't happy with that. That's the kind of thing. I like winning stuff like that. I like winning. This has been better. Thanks for listening. (laughs) I also like playing games. So anyway. So what's the upshot, Jules? Well, we have two puzzles, and we have several games in our house. We have to break them out is all I'm saying. This is going to be long. We do have to establish some new normal, and maybe it involves puzzling games that feels like kind of cashing in your chips and being old all of a sudden to me. Go ahead. You can talk me out of this. What, okay. What would you suggest in, instead? Going to work. Yes. There we go. And what else? Watching TV and watching TV and watching TV and watching TV. That sounds old. I like to hear what Jake Tapper has to say. Um, oh, shoot. What was I going to say? No, I mean, it's just one thing that one can do when there's hours to while away. Right. Um, and you love crossword puzzles. Love. Oh, man, do I love crossword puzzles. But you're puzzles. just competing against yourself. I'm winning against myself. <laughs> um, shoot. What was, I, blah, blah, blah. I, was, I lost my train of thought. I, was, I had another thing to say. Is it some other activity that people can participate in while they're on lockdown here so that they're not just thinking about, you know, contracting the virus and how bad this is going to be and how many people are going to get infected? Hmm. Not that all of that isn't relevant. That's just not our wheelhouse. Our jobs are really to do this, to find ways to entertain ourselves in these hours, right, and to keep distance, right? You know, like this is... This is our thing for a while. We watched Glennon Doyle. Um, that's what I was going to say. See? Okay. That's what I was. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. No, she was talking By the way, about... you get to drink because Julie, did, that was basically an interruption. I it think. was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really, I'm drinking coffee, really. Um, it doesn't sound, well, yeah. Yeah, it does. It totally does. 
Anyway, what you you were going to say about no, Glennon Doyle? No, she had Doyle? this adorable video that she made where she's like, people, like we are, you know, there's this pressure to accomplish things while we're in quarantine, while we're trying to survive. Like parents are trying to do their work and become teachers and, you know, keep their kids on schedules. And, you know, we're trying to think about all the things that we can accomplish. And she's like, take it down a notch. You know, we don't need to, we do not need to do that. We do not need to pressure ourselves to, you know, get a lot done. All right, so I agree with most of that. I agree that we need to relax and take a lot of pressure off ourselves. That said, what Glennon doesn't do now that I do is I work with kids, right? And the only issue I take with her, because she was saying, like, kids aren't going to learn anything, so just forget it. You know, like, you're not going to learn to be a teacher right now, so just forget it. I get it. I get it. But if you if you go in with totally unstructured days, no wake-up times, no time, like, for getting some stuff done, um, your kids are going to go nuts. No, I like, agree. You, you I know, totally Everyone's going to go stir-crazy crazy. So if you, I think you have to have some structure to the day. I think Glennon and Abby have a, a different kind of house that probably is like a circus of fun all the time, kind of, because... Well, and it, it was kind of funny. She's it was hilarious, shtick. and yeah, Abby's the best hilarious. soccer player on earth, yeah. and, you know, so they get to... Do no, it. no, I, I... One thing that has me unglued is, um, and I, I guess I talked about this last time, is I was on a schedule of working out. I was going to work out um, almost every day. I had a class, a time, a specific time. So just adjusting to doing that on my own in my basement, um, you know, I agree. It, it, it's not healthy to live every day like you're on vacation, and all and, that, and, that means. And with a with a with a moderate to severe state of alarm, right? On top of it, right. you know what I mean. So you know, like we all. Um, like I probably said last week, you know, because this kid like kind of nailed it in my office by saying this is the beginning of the horror movie. Like, you know, like this is not like 9-11 where the thing happens and we're all reacting for weeks and months and kind of like to recover. To we're recover, not, right? We can't even recover yet. No, we, well, we don't. Nothing's happened yet. I mean, yeah. not, not that nothing's happened, but, you know, like we know we're not at the top of any curve. We're not even close. You know, we know that. And um, we still don't even get it, even though we see what it looks like in other countries. I mean, I'll speak for myself. It's still hard for us to wrap our brain around. What... Well, I don't think I don't think there's I don't think there is a reality yet to wrap your brain around yet. You know what I mean? Like in fairness to you and, and to all of us, um, nobody nobody knows what exactly what this is going to look like because now I think a lot of us they say like mm, somewhere between thirty percent and half of us are doing a decent job of social distancing, but. We don't know what that what impact that has on numbers. We don't know if it has any. Um, no, we're all just kind of yeah, kind of cuckoo. I mean, I am. My behaviors are. I'm walking around with a bleach wipe in each hand as I go into the store, and I'm like, you know, and and I took a walk with my girlfriend yesterday, and you know, you see someone coming, and you're kind of like, don't get close to me. You know, you're it's just the weirdest thing to be walking where there's hardly anybody around, and but you see someone, and you're thinking, they're, you know, you whether you really fully realize it or not, you're kind of they you, they they seem like they're kind of a threat, right? The person walking down the street, hundred percent, is a threat to your you know to your well being. That is. So 
so bizarre. I mean, even just standing there today talking to our friends, our good friends that we talk about all the time, Chad and his son Everett, who we vacation with and spend so much time with, and we're it was so great to see them and their, you know, smiling faces and have a conversation and laugh. But it was and then you know, you stop for a second and you take yourself out of it and you're just like, This is so bizarre. Oh, it's so bizarre. You know, um, I can I can tell you that um, in a, the couple of times I well I, I walked I walked to work and I um, I walk up this fairly busy street and it ha- it was a ghost town this week and the couple times I pass somebody on the street we would both instinctively now make this wide berth like literally like walk in a straight line walk in a straight line yep. and then close and then everybody we both like take a take a half arc all the way around. Um, and that, that's been, um, true. The couple times I've gone to the Starbucks, you can feel like everybody is staggered far away. It's, and now it's kind of like, um, normal. And that's what I'm worried about on the back end. Totally. It's like, you know, like right now we, we, other people, the, just the presence of another person is a threat. And think about being a kid. Think about a four-year-old, you know what I mean? Like, and trying to explain to them, you know, like, yeah, you can't be close to Anybody, ever, you know what I mean? Nobody outside of the, of the family, the, this house. And then somewhere, months down the road, you're going to tell that kid, you know what? It's fine. Yeah. You, you can totally go and Give go close to Give all your people yeah. in class and, you know, like everything's going to be fine. Um, it's a real, it's a mind game that we do not know how to play yet, you know? Um, but one thing I am certain of, so I... I've been kind of cognizant of, I would think that probably the person who would handle a pandemic worst would be me (laughs) Um, because I'm kind of inherently anxious, kind of a moderate state of alarm a lot of the time. And, um, and, And by Sunday night, when you and I went to the grocery store and Monday morning when I came to work and this place was a ghost town, I was like, ooh, man, I... I don't know if I can do this. And the minute I was talking to somebody, I was fine. And what I learned from that was we got to talk to people, man. Mm-hmm. Like so there so the I do loathe the term social distancing. It's a, it's the wrong term. Physical distancing is the right term. Social distancing is wrong because I've spent this week talking to people nonstop and I feel good. You know what I mean? Like I feel he does. Yeah, I like, do. I, I feel the, oddly fine. You are the you are the most normalized person. I feel like I know right now. Like you and Chad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And Chad, all just as a side note, but important. Chad is uh, one of our very best friends, and he's a therapist. So he's talking to people all the time too. And so I think it's really, really unhealthy to hole up all together. We all need to connect and talk to people. So FaceTime or, um, you know, 15 feet across the fence, whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like across, I noticed like, you know, while we were talking to Chad and Everett, a neighbor of ours got out of his car to go get a curbside pickup at a restaurant. And you could see like a spring in both of our steps, just being able to connect for a second and talk to each other, you know? Um, and so I implore people to find ways, clever ways to connect because, um, 
there is emotional unwellness um, on the back of holding up. No doubt about it. I'm I'm confident of that, and I just can know. I noticed that in myself when um, when I was in my own head and on my own phone and watching my own TV. I couldn't I couldn't find my bearings when I was talking to people. That it was easy. It, it, it literally like you know just buoyed me easy. So that it, learn a lesson from somebody who just happens to be a therapist. So I'm talking to people that, you know, like um, and, and letting other people tell their stories, like to share what's going on. That's that's what's going to get us through this, I think. You know what I mean? Like if, you, if we want to flatten the second curve I'm talking about, that's how you do it. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Connect, connect, connect. Talk to people. Don't hold up. Don't hold up completely and be clever about it, you know. Um, George sent us a picture of, uh, he and his four best friends, um, all on what that had to be like zoom or, or some kind of, where, like some kind of FaceTime party where, or something where, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. right yeah. You, you can all be on there at the same time, but they're all together, like laughing and talking and doing their thing. You know, a week before they were all together. Like I got a picture of all five of those guys together. Um, they're in different rooms, but connecting, which is cool. Like that's, that's what we got to do. Yeah, and I mean George and, and Lauren both have roommates, and so that's good. Um, so yeah, um, and then for the people who are some people have over full houses and they're getting on each other's last nerve. Oh hell yeah! Are you kidding? But take a break from that too. You know, like out, like, like they're saying, like outside is not off limits. You know, like people are off limits, oddly, but outside is good, man. Like you know. Um, just getting out for a walk or a run or a bike ride, ugh, that changes changes everything, man. That changed my day yesterday. Just being out, going for a quick run for a half an hour, you know, um, changed everything. And it, it's probably no small thing to take a snapshot of this time because, the, you know, I think there's this is going to be, you know, pretty awful in many, many ways. But I also think that we're probably creating some kind of memories for our families that we would not ever have the opportunity to do, oddly enough. you know. Um, and people are real timid about talking about any upside to any of this, and I get that. But there is like there's, – there's a weird silver lining in there for families and stuff. Like to connect in a different way, to lighten up a little bit maybe if things have been heavy, you know, like – and if you've got a kid or if you are struggling, you can reset a little bit during this time. You know, I think you can, like, create a different kind of relationship if you're not happy with what you've got. Yeah. My dream is that George <laughs> and Lauren are able to quarantine with us. And then if it's not irresponsible, possibly move all of us oh and lucy the dog to some sort of a cabin somewhere <laughs> so that we can get lots of fresh air but i might have to let that go uh, you may not you may not have to let that go. we used to have we'll a see. cabin a rental property uh, about two hours away from here in on five acres and boy do i wish we still had that it that's, had lice in it one time that's where we'd be it had lice and mice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, Anywho. Do we have anything else to offer the peeps? Um, we're just all doing our best. Together. We're all oh, in one, together. Um, I, here's one little practical tip. My darling cousin Sarah is a mom of Ren, who's so three-year-old Ren, and she's an amazing little gal um, who's been out in the world and um, busy. And she, Sarah posted a question like, how do I keep my – my three-year-old is done washing her hands. Like she's so over it. How do I – what do I do? And I wrote – so I'm kind of just riffing here, but maybe like – you know, let her mix a whole bunch of different hand soaps together and maybe put some sparkles in so it's kind of magic soap and like make her own, you know, I don't know. And she thought that was a great idea. So. It actually sounds like a great idea, man. I picture that working for a three-year-old you know, maybe, really well. Maybe make labels for the new labels for the soap. You know, she can color labels and so that she's has some control over it. I don't know, but I like never, who never, I never thought of that. Trying, right, trying to get your littles to keep washing their hands constantly. Yeah, no, it, 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 that's a it's a great solution, by the way. But it's also it's one of those things that worries me. Like you know, we are kind of like forced into appropriately really obsessive compulsive behavior, and the idea of backing out of that one day. Like, I keep putting myself in the future, like, you know, because this is going to be over one day, right? There's going to be... Better be. Yeah, and... and um, Of course it is. And backing out of that is going to be so weird, I think, you know? Well, I we think have it's to keep gonna talking about that. Weird. It is. Yeah, I think we have to keep I'm talking already, about that. Because I'm already, like I said, full-on crazy with the, with the wipes, and then, like, when, you know, today... Julie with the wipes is really something to see. I, I encourage... It's you. just... It's, it's. I might make a video. It's just smart. But, um, yeah, so today... In the little bookstore that was a, it was a little more crowded than I thought it was going to be, um, but I thought I was going to be able to swipe my own card, and she took my card, so I'm like wiping off my card, and she gave it back, and then she had me sign it. You know, you have to touch the pen, and I became this person like overnight. I was not this person. You were this person. I was not. Yeah, I was kind of this person. I was always very aware of what I was touching and stuff. Um, but most of us are not. And, you know, I'm definitely way more vigilant now than I was, I don't know, 10 days ago. Oh, yeah. We had a guy come and put a new um, water heater in our house yesterday. And I talked to the company, you know, and I, I said, I know this goes without saying, but obviously this person is not, you know, you wouldn't send anyone that, that in any kind of symptoms at all, that wouldn't be sick at all. And I figure one person we can handle. But we, I was... A little unglued. We both were when the guy was in the house. Plus, bless his heart, he did a great job. But he comes upstairs and then he starts turning on and off all the faucets to make sure the hot water faucet worked. And I was kind of like, don't, you know, let me just tell me what to do. Go back downstairs. It's where you want one of those like hotel black light things just so you can see like what's been touched and where there's weird touches and fluids and stuff because you got to get rid of that stuff. Um, and then so I just kept the guy downstairs. But then he was like one of those, you know how people like kind of naturally move toward, yes, you know, yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm like maintaining a distance, like because I have now an instinct. I've reprogrammed my brain. So I've got an instinct. And I know what six feet is. So I'm eight feet away. Yeah. Like, you know, like even with Chad and I, I know exactly what that yeah. feels like. I know how how far apart a person's eyes ought to be in my field of vision. Like That's where I am now. And this guy, he was trying to explain to me how a water heater works. I never, by the way, 
have known that, nor will I ever need to know that, and I will never I touch it. I was wondering. I was upstairs on hold for some reason on the phone. I was making a phone call, and I, the guy was just went on and on, and he was explaining all these different things I could hear. And I, part of me, the first part of me was like, John's, I wonder if John's taking any of this in, any of the, that we might have to know. I actually also, got it. I understand how the thing works, but I wish I didn't because I'm pretty sure he infected me. <laughs> also, the storage room that it's in is pretty small. So, oh, my God. So wait, how did that work? Were you in there with him? I was. So I was outside the door looking <laughs> in, and he was squatting to show me all the controls down low on the water You're heater. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, got but it, then, got it. But then he kind of did a wide stance squat, so he started like moving his face closer to me and so I was kind of and I asked him gently like you know hey six feet man let's be cool about this Um, but it's a weird defense to play you know because it feels like we have to cross the line of propriety yeah it doesn't feel good it feels a little rude you know because the guy's a real nice guy and you know you don't have to be a close talker to be closer than six feet to somebody and so you know he's like filling out the receipts you know and he's like you know so you know you can all call the company anytime we got a guarantee for six years and he's kind of taking steps toward me and there's only so much basement <laughs> left to, you know back into <laughs> I'm like on the treadmill I'm on the other side of it I'm on a couch I'm perched up by the window <laughs> yeah well we have hot water now so yeah I guess that's it for now um we just wanted to jump on and uh, spread some of our kooky just like, chat. Yeah. And I, I'm sure we're all going to have some of the weirdest stories to tell. I suspect stand-up comedy is going to just skyrocket after this. I will say, oh, I was on a roll last night, but we won't even go there. Anyway, I I do have to say, and this isn't really an up note, but you know, the way I feel when I go into a crowded grocery store... <laughs> Um, it feels like war, like I'm on the front lines. I mean, I, I, that's how amped up I went shopping for John's mom the other day and it was so crowded. I was crawling out of my skin. And then I think about the people that work there and have to stay in that environment all day long and they look calm and bless their hearts. And so here's to the, all the, you know, here's to really all the people on the front that really are on the front lines. Um, and everyone keeps saying this, but you know, when someone makes an announcement that we all have to stay in our houses, but then says, Oh, but people who work in grocery stores and, um, you know, people who work in hospitals and doctor's offices, they're going to be there. They're going to be there for us. They'll still be there. You know, these poor people, I, you know, they must be soups stressed out. Seriously. Um, and uh, to end on an up note, um, George wrote us late last night that we should watch John Mulaney's, oh, Sack Lunch Bunch. Um, so on Netflix, um, John Mulaney has a show that is something along the lines of a an avant-garde kind of surreal children's show and it is trippy good fun so if you've got an hour um, this is fine for the whole family and there are moments of absolute zaniness in there including some great surprise guest stars that are that are outstanding yeah, some amazing songs and some moments of 
really tender-hearted sweetness. John Mulaney kind of has this, uh, it's kind of like a a personification, I think, of what an ideal kid show is for a guy who never really totally grew up yet. (laughs) Um, And so if if you've got an hour, and I think you do, (laughs) I encourage you to watch that because I I don't know if you enjoyed it as much as I did, but man, did I love that. I was upset about something else. So I was like, um, so... And then John's going to do an Instagram live with questions about anything about like your kiddos, you, mental health, feeling good, how to navigate this. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just to keep the conversation going. Because you know I'm feeling going. fantastic, so I'm going yeah. to <laughs> I'm going to lend you some of that. Yeah, um, he, but yeah, he knows. I know. Um, uh, we care about you guys. We um, we want to continue to build community here. That's why I think we came in today because we just wanted to share a half an hour with you. So um, wait, ta- it's got to it's got to be way longer than that. <laughs> no, no, no. It's oh, okay. It's, it's eight minutes longer. Than oh, okay. That. And um, and that's mostly just conclusion stuff. So take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Social distance. Laugh. No physical distance. Not so social connection. And when you're physically distancing from people um, with your bleach wipes in your hands, smile. <laughs> smile at them. Because, yeah, you can – we sometimes can forget and feel like – like I said, people feel like a threat. And that's, that's, that's not going to work out. <laughs> and if anybody wants to patent something, Julie would be in the market for bleach wipes. Gloves. gloves, like full bleach oh, gloves. Yeah. She would be all about that from now on, I think, maybe. Yeah. Okay. No. No, for just a while. What are you talking about? Come on. Not from now on. No, seriously, right? Yes. This has been better. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it, does it? <laughs> yeah, it feels a little like it. Feels a little better? Yeah. All right. Um, have a safe week and laugh a lot this yeah, week. Yeah, laugh. And get goofy. Let, it, let this be the week where you get really like, let it go. Really, right? like, lose it a little 100%. bit. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If you feel like you've been upset, at some point we got to get past that. Otherwise, the oh, curve yeah, I was just crying spikes. last night. I was crying this morning. You oh, know, Julie cried a couple times to find during this podcast. The new normal. I I laughed, cried. I laughed, cried. Oh, you did laugh, cry. Yeah, that, yeah. That felt that felt so much better. So do that. The, uh, the laugh, crying is the best. The best. Yep, yep. Um, love you, honey. Love you, honey. <laughs>